Well, this is the uh, probably the hardest sunny of the year, isn't it? Waking up. Anyways, we're going to look at, actually, didn't plan on this, but we're going to look at the verse that says to wake up today. So, <laughs> you know, we don't realize, I think, sometimes our struggle in this life, uh, especially we get closer to the Lord coming back, that there's so much going on with people and we forget that that struggle is spiritual. And we're going to look at God's word today in that and see how we can fight that battle, how that we need to wake up and know that the good Lord is the one who's going to fight for us. Let's pray. Father, we're just so thankful as we gather here this day. Father, we're just so grateful to know that we're not in this alone. It is your spirit that lives within us, that gives us the strength, helps us to see into this world that, that without you, we would just lose every battle. But Father, we give you glory today because we know that the victory has already been won through you. Lord, help us to take a deep breath of whatever's going on in our lives today and know that Jesus, that you've already won whatever we face in Jesus' name. Amen. You know, we're going to look at, in just a minute, we're going to look at uh, Romans chapter uh, 13, but, you know, I want to thank all of you for my, uh, I just have to say, it's for my birthday cards and presents and everything, and, uh, you know, all of you just have a way of getting at me a little bit with, uh, you know, you just have a little dig in there about the cards with cats on it, so, <laughs> you guys are just unbelievable, unbelievable. <laughs> See, I get at you up here, and then you get at me that way, but... But I just want to prove my point with that since you've sent me those cards that I was reading an article this week. And true story about a realtor. This has nothing to do with the message, by the way. Anyway, so a realtor was asked what were the most unique things that he had faced uh, when selling a house over the years. He says, well, I had this pretty large house he was selling, and there was a really nice old Mustang souped up muscle car in the garage and the people that wanted to buy the house said that hey we'll buy the house if you throw the car in with the deal and uh, I guess it was a big enough sale that the guy said okay under one condition you have to take the cat <laughs> so uh, I see they would have never said that about a dog just to let you know that. But uh, anyways, long story short, they says it's been years later. Guy still has a cat, so we just want you to know that for all you cat people out there. But just can't believe the way that you guys get back at me in that way. I'm like, Bert, think, same thing at Christmas. You guys do the same thing. But, um, you know, it always amazes me when we go from week to week what we see in the news you say to yourself in the time that we're living in that, wait a minute, did I just hear that? Is that really what's happening? And, you know, I was talking with, with Peggy uh, Eschger after the service last week about the spirit of the Antichrist. And I want you to know, we don't know when the Lord's coming back. We don't know what's happening. But the Lord says the seasons, the times that we know that we're living in, that spirit, Antichrist, actually means against or in place of. So, against or in place of the true and the living Son of God. 
And the Bible says that so important of what we do in this struggle that we face that's spiritual, what the Lord wants us to do. Look at Romans chapter 13. Romans chapter 13 and verses uh, in, in verse 11 and 12. Know that this knowing the time, what we just talked about, that now it is high time to awake out of sleep. For now our salvation is nearer than we first believed. The night is far spent, the day is at hand. Therefore, let us cast off the works of darkness and let us put on the armor of light. Let me read verse 11 again. And do this, knowing the time, that now it is high time to awake out of sleep. For now our salvation is nearer than when we first believed. Know that when you see so much happening in our world, and, and you know what people have said to me more than this? What, it seems like time has sped up. Everything's speeding up. We need to be awake. We need to be aware. And only through God's spirit, the spirit that he has given us, when you face the struggles that you're facing every day and the things that you're going through, know that you can't fight that battle. Only God can fight that battle, which is spiritual. We live in such a world that What's the opposite of that? People are asleep. Even believe, so many Christians are asleep. You know, it, it is unbelievable what those things we call smartphones have done uh, in our lives, isn't it? I, I was reading an article this week how that so many people are not paying attention, you know, that they're, whatever it might be, they're walking out in the traffic, they're doing all types of things. One of the, main, one of the larger cities in the United States is actually, instead of the light being up here, there's so many people that are walking into traffic, they're actually putting like the green light, red light, whatever, they're actually putting it in the sidewalk. So when you look down, you see the red or green light because so many people are, are not paying attention. There was a guy driving this week and he, he took a, a, a photograph of, a, of the car next to him. They're driving down the highway. And I still don't know how this works. I still have not figured this. I think you're probably right there with me uh, with the self-driving cars, you know. I just don't get that. I don't trust that, you know. But anyway, so a guy is in a self-driving, I think it's a Tesla. He's driving down the highway, if, and the person took a picture of this guy, and the guy is sleeping behind the wheel. Sleeping. Now, he is that believing that that much trust of the car is going to take care of him. What are we living in? What's happening in our world? People are saying all the time, well, I don't don't know what's going on. And and there's so many people struggling in one way or another. What is that? I, I want you to know today that if you have not realized that, that this spirituality, we are spiritual beings. And in order to win, we have to, Lord, open the eyes of my heart. We have to be able to see in that world. And you can't do it on your own. Lord, awake. Help me to be awake so I can see 
not only the times that I'm living in, but what have you walked in here today with? What are you struggling with today? What is, what is going on in your life? Whatever it might be, the Lord gives us insight. And the insight that he gives us, he says, it, knowing the time that now it is high time to wake out of sleep. For now our salvation is nearer than when we first believe. The night is far spent. The day is at hand. Therefore, let us cast off the works of darkness and let us put on the armor of light. If there's one area that you and I can look to that we need to be alert and awake, God's word tells us to always see what's taking place in the Middle East. What's going on in the Middle East right now? Do you know that for the first time ever, we have people that, if you want to say in Washington, you know, I don't try and get political, but we have some people in our government for the first time ever are taking a stand against Israel. What does that say? What is the Lord telling us? What, what is happening in, in our world? I was listening to a historian speak on, on the depravity of the United States and where we're at. And she was speaking and she was saying one of the last things, actually the last two things that happen before society completely collapses is, and she actually said this, she studies history, that the transgender and all that, that takes place between everything that goes on with that, and you've heard me before, not making fun of them or anything, but the transgender movement and the sexual abuse of children. Those are the last two things that happen before society collapses. Well, why am I sharing this with you today? Because I want you to be awake to know that there is a battle that's taken place. And the battle is so... The warfare is so much. It, I can't begin to explain to you the warfare that's going on in the unseen world. But you don't have to be afraid today. I don't have to be afraid. Because greater is he that is in me, greater is he that is in you than is in the world. All you have to do, if it's a struggle at work, if it's maybe something that you're facing in a, a, a fearful situation, it's whatever it might be that you put in there, I want you to know that the reason, listen to me now, the reason that you're losing this battle, whatever it might be, is you're trying to fight it in the fleshly, physical world. And you'll never win. Whatever you and I face in this battle, we need to take, pull back and to awaken and say, Lord, open the eyes of my heart. Let me to see with my spirit. And as you see with your spirit what's going on, the Lord will give you the wisdom to fight whatever that battle is. What does the Lord tell us that the key is to seeing and fighting those struggles? He says, let us put on the armor of light. I want to ask you a question. Uh, how long can you... Uh, where and this is a picture of, of, of putting clothing, taking clothing off and putting clothing on. That's the picture here. 
How long can you wear your clothes without them smelling a certain way? What do you think? Maybe a couple days. Huh? I want you to think about that. What do we do in our spiritual life? We try to put all that old stuff on and from the past and we go back to it spiritually. And we think everything is going to look good, smell right, be right. No, God's saying, put on, you've gotten rid of that. Put on the armor of light. In other words, the right way to live. If you and I are going to win in the spiritual world of what we all face, it's basic. God's saying the armor of light, that light that protects you, is just basically day-to-day living, which is right. It's not complicated. God gives us his word, and he says, that insight is, my word is light. It is light to you and I. What has happened today, though, that in our world, is the Bible tells us to test the spirits, to see if they're real, to see if they are. And how do we know that? It says, anyone who believes that Jesus is the Son of God, believe, go with that, understand it. But if they don't, be aware. Isn't it unbelievable? You can be anywhere. You can be at school. You can be at the grocery store. You can be anywhere you want to be. And you can talk about God all you want to. But you bring in the name of Jesus. Let's see what happens. Why is that? It's because God's son is real. God's son came into this world to die for our spiritual being. We are sinners. We are saved by his grace. I want you today, as we talk about all the time, I want you to sow if you can pattern yourself a city church to constantly think that you are a spiritual being and to look into this world spiritually and to know that, Lord, help me. Help me to see the way you want me to see. Help me to put on that armor of light. And I want you to know today that that battle that you're facing right now, you've already won. You might be tired. You might be discouraged. But I've got good news for you today. Not only do we see into that world, but sometimes you struggle. You need help. They say, Dallas, I know this, but I'm, I'm struggling. I need help. Well, I've got good news for you today. What the Lord tells us as spiritual beings, as brothers and sisters in Christ, you're not alone. You have warriors. You have brothers and sisters in Christ. It is amazing how that you, whatever you might struggle with and, and you have somebody you call on the phone or you talk to that's another brother and sister in Christ, And they give you an insight that you didn't have before. That's why we're here. See, we're here today, as the Bible says, and I don't want to get ahead of myself, so let's turn to one more verse in Hebrews chapter 10 and verse 23 through 25. As we live in the times that we live in today and we see these spiritual battles in every time you open the news and you are on your phone or you see it on the news on television, you say, what is happening? God tells us to do something in verse 23. 
Let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering, for he who promised is faithful. You know what's so great about that verse? Is all you have to do is hold on to Jesus and he's promised you that you're going to win. See, what is what happens is we go out and put the old clothes on and we mess everything all up again. And God's saying, if you just put my armor of light on, I'm going to let you see into the spiritual world. I'm going to show you how to fight that battle that you're fighting. And your battle is unique. It's unique because the devil is trying his best to take you down. And what I said before is so true. What is going to happen? The Lord says to hold on. What happens the day? What happened the day that you accepted Jesus as your Savior? You prayed and you say, Jesus, I believe you're the Son of God. And by faith and by your grace, I ask you to come into my heart and forgive me for all my sins. I believe in you died on a cross for me. And, and, and when you do that, and when I do that, he is faithful. He is promised. In other words, this is what I want you to know today. Your, your winning, your faith does not depend on you. It depends on the, the power that you have within you. But there's still something that I want you to get today is to know. Because you say, Dallas, I... I know that, and here's what I hear more than anything else today. But I feel like I'm alone. I'm tired. I feel like I'm just doing this battle, and everybody else is so busy, and, and I just feel like I, I, I don't know if I can do this or not because the battle is so intense. Let's read, continue on. Hebrews chapter 10, listen carefully what the Lord tells us. Actually, you've already done this today. Let us consider one another in order to stir up love and good works, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some, but exhorting one another and so much more as you see the day approaching. It's happening. We're, we're here. Time is flying by and Jesus is coming back much sooner than we think. The, the spirit of the Antichrist is already in the world. And in order for you and I to win, we need to be right where you're at today. And the Lord tells us two things. First of all, he's blessed you today for being here. I do not understand how the Lord works, but he does through worship and through the word. It is amazing how that he will say maybe just one word to you or to me or to someone that you see today that has encouraged you, that has gotten in your spirit that you know because that person has come up to you and said something that, that you couldn't believe that they said what they said to you or what was said out of the word today or what music was worshiped what we did today and it was exactly what you needed that's how you know that you're going to win don't forsake the assembling of ourselves together so much more as we see the day approaching love what it says before that we're going to close in a minute 
God's word says, consider one another. You know, there's no coincidence when the Lord puts somebody on your heart, that's your spirit. When the Lord puts someone on your heart and your spirit, don't overlook that. Call them. Drive by and pick them up and say, hey, I, I don't know what's going on, but we, we need to get together. See, we're, we're not lone rangers. You know the greatest way the devil discourages all of us? Is to get us alone. So he can come at you in your mind and in my mind. He gets you thinking how that you're going to lose. You can't make it. Everything's going against you. And I want you to know today that it's so important not only that you're here, but we're brothers and sisters in Christ. We need each other. What a time that we live in today to know how important it is everything that's going on to uplift each other. You know, uh, Friday I got a call, uh, actually late Thursday night, to go down to Children's Hospital. And uh, <clears throat> so I went down Friday and uh, <clears throat> it's always difficult to go to Children's Hospital and uh, in the situation that I was going into to see a, a mom and a baby, the baby was born prematurely, and the little guy was just a just a pound and a half. Unbelievable. And you know, as I was walking in and knowing the situation and the the frailty of everything that was going on, I was just saying, Lord, I. Or just, I, I don't know what to say <clears throat> to do. Just, just help me to do whatever I can to encourage this young mom. And you know, it's amazing how the Holy Spirit takes over. And I want you to know it's the same for you. I want you to know when you go into a very difficult situation... Do you know what it is with your brother and sister in Christ? It's just showing up. It's just being there. See, it's considering one another in love and, and being there. And a lot of times just not even saying anything. So I walked in a room and actually she came out to get me so I knew, would know where to, to go. And I walked back in the room with her and, you know, it's just... I walk in, and, and actually, she just was so amazing how the Lord was, was giving her strength. And I walk in, I see that little incubator, and that little guy in there, and, you know, he's got his face all covered up, and he's got every imaginable tube running out of that you can think of. And I talked to her, and... and I really didn't know what to say, even though I've been doing this for a long time. But I just began to pray. I put my arm around her and, and knowing that every day that is so unbelievable if that little one can get through 
another day knowing that she delivered him at six months. As I put my arm around her and began to pray, as your pastor, just, I, just being honest with you, I'm just the same as you are. And I started to pray and I broke down. I just couldn't. Just the situation, seeing him, that little, little baby in there, just a little bit longer than my hand. And to have that mom there. And as I prayed, I just said, Jesus, just do what only you can do. Please do what only you can do. And I, I couldn't say anymore. And then I said, just be with this precious mom that you would give her the strength to know that, Jesus, that you're going to heal this little, this little guy's life. And one day soon, he's going to go home, this family. I want you to know that when you're in those situations like I was, and we all face those, that the most important thing is to stop and consider one another in love. We need each other. We need each other more than ever. And, you know, as I was, went back down to the parking deck and I was leaving, and it was so on my heart, and it was still bothering me so much what this mom and this little boy was facing. And I was leaving and gave my ticket to the parking attendant. You know, it was unbelievable. He said, uh, he says, you've been up in the ICU unit with a little baby's having it. I said, yeah. See, I want you to know, and the reason that I tell you that story today, that I want you to be so in tune with your spirit that you don't miss those that are struggling around you. And you take the time as we see the day approaching that the Lord so speaks to your spirit that you need to put your arm around that person. You need to make that phone call. You need to stop by the house. You need to open whatever it is up in your pocketbook or your wallet and say, hey, you know, I'm going to take care of this for you. That's who we are. So much more as we see the day approaching. We need each other. See, the devil wants to so isolate all of us that we've got to fight these battles on our own. And I want you to know today, as we come together as City Church, and we come together as brothers and sisters in Christ, there is something that's so powerful that takes place when we pray for each other, when we encourage each other, because it's done in the unseen world. It's done in the spirit. What happens is that you and I let God take over. And when we let God take over and we come together with each other, those struggles don't seem to be 
so much weight on us as they used to be because as someone once said one time, you know, I'll take you for a while. Hop on my back and you can piggyback on my faith till we get through this. I want you to know today that you're not alone. I want you to know today that greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. And Jesus uses you to encourage each other. And Jesus uses others and his word to encourage you. You will not lose. You will never lose because Jesus has already won every battle and the war that you're going to face. So all I am today as I close is to hear just to remind you that you're going to win and you're going to see into that spiritual world in such a way that you're going to be encouraged to know that the Prince of Peace, the God of all comfort, that will never leave you or never forsake you is going to guide you in this path called life. And the closer we get to Jesus coming back, the more that we're going to need to do this and the more that we're going to need each other. And you know what? We're going to have joy and we're going to have peace. And as God's word says, we have hope. Because we're looking for the blessed hope of our Lord Jesus Christ. The only reason you and I don't want him to come back yet, and I hope that you are believing in that way as we close, the only reason is because we want to reach more people for heaven. There is a heaven and there is a hell. And the Son of God came into this world to give your family your friends, your coworkers, you are the only one that will be able to be a witness to them. And you are the only one that they will feel and experience the love of Jesus. So I want you to know today, God has equipped you in a mighty way, not only to win, but to be so sensitive in your spirit that that person will come to you and say, I don't know what's going on here, but how in the world did you know to come see me or to call me or to pray with me? That's who Jesus is. See, we can see into the spiritual world today that the devil can't see into sometimes. And when we see others and we encourage each other, and we help each other, we can have joy in the journey and to know, because I don't know what you're going to face this week, and I don't know what I'm going to face. But I know that through the power of Jesus Christ and through your brothers and sisters in Christ, you can be encouraged, and you can have joy in this journey that we call life. Because one day the Lord's going to take us home, and we're going to be in heaven forever. Let's pray.
as our heads are bowed today. You know, maybe you can think of a time, it's an amazing we all can, when somebody put their arm around us or showed up or called us at an unexpected time. You never forget that. You know, they really didn't even say anything. They were just there. See, we need to know that in our spirit that God encourages us through his word and through being in, in church and through our brothers and sisters in Christ. And that spiritual world that we're facing that, man, we didn't know where that battle came from. We didn't know how we're going to go through that. But the power of the Holy Spirit so came to you through someone else, through his word that you knew. You knew that you knew that you knew that you're going to make it. That's who Jesus is. So don't give up today. Know that your church is here. Brothers and sisters in Christ are here. Before we know it, before we know it, we'll be in heaven all together. But right now, know that we're here for each other. We need each other in the spiritual world. Of wait, wait to see what we're living in. Father, we come to you today, Lord, to know that, Lord, that you encourage us through brothers and sisters in Christ. You provoke us in love. We pray for each other. We're here for each other. And Father, we believe who you are. You are the Son of God. If there's someone here that doesn't know you as their Savior, we ask right now, Jesus, that they would come forward as we give an invitation and know that through your perfect blood that you shed on the cross of Calvary, Lord Jesus, that you will save them just the same that you did us. So Father, if there's one here today May they not leave without accepting you. May a friend bring a friend or a family member as Ben leads us today in this invitation song. In Jesus' name, amen. We stand.